begin? My life fade. start a vision deep. Men are haunted by the vastness of eternity. All that remains memories. And so we ask ourselves. If you're one of those people who don't like movies where some person you can't see talks the whole time and covers up all the holes in the plot, and at the end says, I was never the same again after that summer, or whatever, like it was so deep they can't stand it, then you're out of luck. Things get very complicated here very quick. And my guess is you're not going to be up to it without me talking. Lord, help me. I have no introduction for the show yet, so I guess I'll say, welcome to, I almost forgot the name of my show again, I gotta stop doing this, Cock and Bull Minute, a Tristram Shandy story, where we look at the movie Tristram Shandy, a Cock and Bull story, one minute at a time. First, we gotta worry about that title, cause it's kinda long and unwieldy, and I need to record an intro so I need to stop, so I can stop saying it. Because it's long, we have a guest. <laughs> you hear him laughing, Sean German. Hello. Of various shows. You can introduce yourself if you like. Hi, I'm Sean German of various shows. <laughs> Spinal Tap Minute, Groundhog Minute. Uh, you were doing, what were your, your, Holiday things were called what before now? Um, well, so the, the holiday thing started as uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days, okay. where we talked about the film National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation one day at a time. Speaking of, uh, speaking of titles that are, that are a mouthful. Yeah. Oh, I might get to one of my future potential ones with, that's a real big mouthful later, but then you did. Was it Scrooge was second, or was it Planes, Trains, and, and then we did Planes, second. Trains, and Automobile Days. Okay. Um, well, I, I should go back to so for the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It was our friend uh, Christopher Dennis DeGuardia mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. noticed that Christmas Vacation happens on, I think it was eight days, eight distinct days, and thanks to various appearances of. Of the calendar, of an advent calendar throughout yeah. the film, we could actually identify which specific dates of December on which most of the action. We had to do some guesses based on, um, you know, is Clark in the office? You know, so it's obviously during the week or is he at home and it's a weekend or a day where he's not working and, and like that. But most of them we could pin down and so we could release the episodes. Uh, you know, the action in the movie that happens on December 8th, we could release that episode on December 8th. And so, oh, so originally you released them on that date too? Yeah. Nice. I don't think I was listening when you did the, Nas- the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days version because I'm not a big fan of that movie. So I didn't, I didn't listen to that until recently you put the episodes up again on the new channel. Right. But that's cool. So that was originally in, I think it was, yeah, 2017. And also, uh, it, it just, it happened to work out. I think this is luck or maybe Christopher Dennis planned it this way that the calendar matched up. It wasn't just the number of the, the month. Oh, it was the same day of the week that, that year. Yeah. So the, the movie nice. was released in 1989 and the day of the week. So if it was a Saturday, you know, when the, there's a, a day when the whole family goes shopping on a Sunday and Clark gets trapped up in the attic and they go without him. And so we released that episode on a Sunday in 2017. So it was really nice. And that kind of got me into um, the frame of mind of doing sort of podcast specials for holidays and for mm-hmm. doing things by the day instead of by the minute. And so in 2018, we did 
or I did for, well, no, we, we did. It was, I did it with my brother Brian. For Thanksgiving, we covered the greatest Thanksgiving movie ever made, which is Planes, Trains, and Auto- Automobiles. And that film happens over the course of three days. So we did three episodes. Now, I don't think, I don't know if we originally re- released them on three consecutive days leading up to Thanksgiving. I don't know if we matched it that much, but we did it in three parts for the three days. Um, that the, you know, that occur in the movie. Mm, and yeah. then, um, yeah. And then followed that up with Scrooge by the ghost, which, uh, that film happens also happens over the course of, I believe it's three days where the, the original Christmas Carol is, is all in one night, but the, the Scrooge version, uh, happens over the course of a few days, but rather than breaking it up by time, we broke it up or I broke it up by, by the ghost because you've got, the the original visit from Marley, and then you've got the three Christmas ghosts, past, present, and, and Christmas yet to come, and then you've got sort of an introductory part before Marley, and then you've got the ending bit after the last ghost. So it seemed a handy way to just break the movie into six pieces. And again, another way to cover a movie, not one minute at a time, but also not trying to cover an entire film in one podcast episode, which I don't know yeah. if I'd ever be able to do. I'm I'm not sure how much of a crossover audience there is between like movies by minutes podcasts and what was it Icelandic TV shows? Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if you know of a show called Scam. It's like a teenage show. Scam. I don't know how I pronounce it properly. No, no, I'm not familiar. It's because originally it was released. They would release, I think, on YouTube. They would release scenes each day, and they basically would release them at the time the scene was set. And then at the end of the week, it would be edited together into an episode. Hmm. I, by the time I watched it, cause my daughter, they like, it was just episodes. You can find them on, we watched them on some weird platform. I don't even know, but I like the idea of like, they're releasing a show as it happens. And you did that with your first one that reminded me of that. But a separate thing coming to that last one, the ghost in, in Christmas Carol's name Marley. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, by the time this hat goes up, I was on your recent discussion of um, Home Alone, talking about old man Marley. Yes. We never talked about his name. No. Because Marley on a Christmas thing, it seems like something that should have occurred to one of us. And we had, what, four or five people in that conversation? <laughs> How did that not happen? Yeah. So so what we're doing for 2019, we're doing yeah, Home Alone. Uh, which, which happens, I think, over the course of three days, but I've broken it up into six parts, and then we do a little special just talking about the character of Old Man Marley. Yeah. Yeah, altogether, I probably got, well, well over ten hours of discussion on the movie, and we never talk about that parallel. I don't know if it's, if that's on purpose. I guess it would have to be. It would be strange that you had a Christmas movie and you yeah. have a character named Marley. Maybe, well, maybe it wasn't a conscious thing, but yeah. it definitely connects in some way. Yeah. But I don't think old it, man with chains on him or something. Yeah. Metaphorical chains. I mean, he's got like the, the, the dragging of the metal mm-hmm. trash can yeah. that holds the salt. That's kind of the same as the rattling of Marley's chains. Yeah. And his guilt with his son is like the chain, the metaphorical chains. Something there, but yeah, none of us got it, so. Yeah. I didn't get it till just now when you said Marley related to mm-hmm. Christmas Carol. I'm like, oh yeah, 
Yeah. It's, it's the kind of thing that it, it had popped into my head a time or two, but there never seemed to be enough connection for me to make notes on it. And then as we were talking during the show, because I hadn't actually written it down and taken any notes, it never occurred to me to bring it up. Hmm. And, and no one else brought it up either. So I guess there isn't too much of a connection, but it is worth mentioning. Yeah, the Home Alone segments don't get the, a special title like By the Ghost or By the Days, though, because you put the, by the time you put the Home Alone ones out now, you have a whole new show. Right? That's under the next scene. Although you're posting it under the others too, aren't you? No, I, I, I posted a couple to the old feed with yeah. a little introduction in the beginning saying, you're not going to get the whole show here. You have to move oh, okay. to the new show, which is, yeah, as you said, the next scene. Which is, what is that show going, going to be? So what that is going to be is, uh, my Brian brother and myself talking about, um, talking about pieces of pop culture. I think I have the feeling it'll be mostly movies, but we kind of want to leave it open ended if there's non movie stuff we want to talk about. We don't want to box ourselves in. But if we talk about a movie, we'll pick one scene. Hmm. Well, you know, what's, what's your favorite scene or what do you think is the most interesting scene from this film? And we'll talk about that scene. And then the next episode, we move on to the next movie and the next scene. So like, instead of doing a whole movie, movies by minute style, just pick one of those episodes, one minute or a whole scene and do that. Right. Right. Huh. So, you know, so for example, one of the things we're talking about is a uh, true romance as hmm. a film. Nice. We will probably talk about at some point. And there's a lot of great scenes and a lot of great performances in, in that film. But I think we're particularly the scene with Dennis Hopper huh. where he is confronted by the gangster played by Christopher Walken. Yeah. And Dennis Hopper gave, gives a really good speech. And, um, if you haven't seen you know, if you have seen True Romance, you, you probably know the scene I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it for you. I also won't mention it because there's some um, some language that's potentially offensive um, and, <laughs> and racially insensitive, to say the least. But it's a very compelling scene. So we would just talk about that scene and 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 the the the, the speech or the little uh, seminar, the little history instruction that Dennis Hopper's character gives. And then uh Christopher Walken's reaction to that. Yes. And like put it in context of like a bit of discussion about the movie and like larger cinematic history and all that, depending on the move, the scene and the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we certainly will have, um you know, can you talk about the, the, the film in its entirety and kind of where this scene falls into. Is it, you know, is this sort of a, does it, is it introductory? Is it, is it helping us to get to know these characters and we can talk about where they end up? Is it sort of in the middle? Is it a twist of the plot or is it towards the end? Is it, um, a denouement? Is it, you know, the, the finale yeah. or a closing of three? Well, and depending on like the scene in the film, it could also be a scene that like references other movies that came before it or is referenced later. Like if you did Taxi Driver and you do the, are you talking to me scene mm -hmm. that's referenced all the time in other movies and you kind of like you could talk about a larger cinematic history with one little scene that's cool yeah and that's actually yeah that's something in kind of listing out movies we might want to talk about and and what scenes and I've been pairing up of you know some of them are obvious some of them are mm -hmm. uh, you know literal remakes yeah or um you know for example we 
you know, uh, t- talking earlier about Scrooge, we could talk about different interpretations or adaptations of A Christmas Carol and do sort oh, of a, yeah, yeah. a compare and contrast, but also movies that are not, um, you know, not a remake, but yeah, a reference to, um, and, uh, I'll, I'll, another, uh, in that respect, another movie that I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to do, I don't think my brother's as big on it, but I'm going to talk him into it <laughs> is, um, I want to talk about the, the, the Kingsman sequel. I think it was called the golden circle. Yeah. The second. Um, but the scene I want to reference is actually not a scene from that film. Okay. It's a scene from thank you for smoking. Huh. And in that film, that film is about um, a, a lobbyist for the tobacco industry. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where he is talking to tobacco company executives and they're, they're wondering, you know, well, just people aren't smoking as much as they used to and, and kids aren't smoking and it's, it's bad for their business. And this lobbyist gives, does this whole spiel lays out how you need to get you need to get smoking in the movies. You need to get, you know, you need the hero. You need the, the sexy leading man. You need the, the sexy leading woman. You know, they, you know, the, the post coital, the man lights two cigarettes and, and hands one over to yeah. the woman. You need to get that in the movies. And I know, you know, I know just the producer. I know the guy that we need to pay off to get your product into the movies. And then people will watch the movies and buy your product. Hmm. And I thought of that scene because this, this Kingsman movie is basically, it's, I'll say a two hour commercial. I'm not sure exactly how long the film is, an hour 45 or whatever, (laughs) but it's basically, it's a commercial for alcohol at every turn. (laughs) So it, it, it it starts with, so this is a lot of alcohol in that one. Yeah. It's, you know, it's about spies and. There's like, I think, and I haven't seen it for a while. I saw it in the theaters. For some reason, my wife is a big fan of, of the film. She's the one actually who, who wanted to go out and see it in the theater. And, um, but so it starts with their, like a bunch of spies are killed and their cover is blown and they're at the low point and they're the, the two remaining spies are sort of commiserating over how bad their situation is. So they drink a bottle of alcohol. And then they notice that the, the, they've, they've devoured the entire bottle and it's, the bottle's laying on its side, I think. And they notice the label on the bottle or the, the emblem or the symbol of the company that made the alcohol. They notice if you turn it sideways, suddenly it turns into the symbol. Well, their cover is their tailors. There's this tailor shop yeah. in London that's a cover for these English spies mm-hmm. and they notice that when you turn the emblem sideways, it turns into the emblem for this distillery in Kentucky. And it turns out there's an American branch of their spy organization in Kentucky. So they drink when they're sad. And then the drink hooks them up with compatriots in America. And they come to America. And then they're happy, like, oh, there's other spies like us, which is another movie. But yeah, spies like they're us. spies like us. And so they drink when they're happy. And then the... There's it, it literally it, it's it's a commercial. There's because the well, and the bad guy played by um, Julianne Moore is she's selling illicit drugs. She's a, a, a an illegal drug dealer where they're legal drug dealers. But and so she's the bad guy. And then one of the spies ingests and the, the um, I'm probably going too far into it. 
but there's a little, <laughs> there's a line at the end where the, uh, one of the spies, I think it's Chatham Tatum, has ingested some of the illegal drugs and had, and gets poisoned. And then he's recovering in the hospital. And he like literally has the line saying like, I'm going to stick to alcohol from now on. <laughs> and I mean, the movie is, it's, it's a two hour booze commercial. And all I could think of the whole time I'm watching this, all I can think of that scene from Thank You for Smoking of the lobbyist in the boardroom saying, you know, we need to get our product in the movies. Jeff McGall. Nick Naylor. Mr. Naylor's here to see if we can't get cigarettes into the hands of somebody other than the usual Ravs. Ravs. Russians, Arabs, and villains. Oh, well, then, yes, I guess that is why I'm here. Good. I think we can help. Jeff invented product placement. I feel I have to ask, uh, are you concerned at all about the, um, about the health element? I'm not a doctor. I'm a facilitator. I bring creative people together. Whatever information there is exists. It's out there. People will decide for themselves. And should. It's not my role to decide for them. It'd be morally presumptuous. I could learn a lot from this man. But what we need is a smoking role model, a real winner. Indiana Jones meets Jerry Maguire. Right, on two packs a day. Only he can't live in contemporary society. Why not? The health issue is way too prevalent. People would constantly be asking the character why he's smoking. And that should go unsaid. How do you feel about the future? The future? Yeah, after the health thing's blown over. A world where smokers and non-smokers live together in perfect harmony. Sony has a futuristic sci-fi movie they're looking to make. Message from Sector 6. All takes place in a space station. They're actively looking for some co-financing. So cigarettes in space... It's the final frontier, Nick. But wouldn't they blow up in an all-oxygen environment? Probably. But it's an easy fix. One line of dialogue. Thank God we invented the, you know, whatever device. Brad Pitt. Catherine Zeta-Jones. They've just finished ravishing each other's bodies for the first time. They lie naked, suspended in air underneath the heavens. Pitt lights up. He starts blowing smoke rings all around Catherine's naked, flawless body as the galaxies go whizzing by over the glass dome ceiling. Now, tell me that doesn't work for you. I'd see that movie. I'd buy the goddamn DVD. And, you know, if the Academy didn't send them to me for free. You know, you guys ought to think about designing a cigarette to be released simultaneously with the movie. Sector 6 is. No one's ever done it with a cigarette. Wow. And all I can think of is now in the 21st century where... You know, marijuana is becoming legalized medical marijuana. It's recreational marijuana is legal in a lot of states that there are a lot of countries that are easing up. They're looking at recreational drugs besides alcohol and tobacco more as a health issue and less of a, as a legal issue. And, you know, all these other drugs are competition for alcohol, which is a drug. So how do you, you know, if you're in the alcohol business and People are drinking less because they're doing other recreational drugs. What are you going to do? Well, let's make a movie where we get our leading characters. Well, so now I don't need to do a podcast episode. I pretty, (laughs) (laughs) I pretty much done it. But basically that's, that's, that's one of the things that I'm thinking about. So a way where we're talking about a scene as a way to talk about a whole movie. And in this case, you know, case where the, the scene actually isn't even in the movie, but, uh, yeah, and I was surprised. I listened to – that's one of the things I do. So I listen to uh, folks that know me or if you look at my podcast history, it mainly or almost exclusively the, the movies by minutes 
yeah. uh, podcasts or these other movie specials by the day or, or by the ghost or whatever. And my brother listens to a, a wider range of podcasts and he'll recommend different things to me. And if, um, recently, if he recommends either like a movie podcast or a pop culture podcast, the first thing I'll do is see if they've done an episode on the Kingsman. And if they have, I'll listen to it <laughs> and to see like, have they picked up that this is, that this movie is a, is an alcohol commercial. And if, Oops. if they, if they pick up on that, then I'm like, okay, I'll give them another episode. I'll give them another shot. So you trust them. Uh, there was one, I won't, I don't remember the name, but there was one podcast he recommended and they were like, oh, this, this movie is anti-alcohol. This movie, it's pro legalizing other drugs. And I, Obviously, I disagree a hundred percent. So I'm like, all right, this is not a podcast for me because obviously I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on the same wavelength as these hosts. And I'm just like, thank you for the recommendation. I'm not going to be listening to that anymore. On the one hand, I'm like, maybe you should do like two different tests to do it. But on the other hand, there's so many podcasts, you might as well just have one test and they're out. Yeah. You know, save yourself some time. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, there's, there's so many podcasts that I can't, I can't give you. You're, you, if I give your podcast one episode, you're lucky. And I, and then, and they know, and then I, I recognize as someone who creates podcasts, like, I recognize that, that I'm not, not every, every show's the best. Yeah, right. I can think of, right. the, the, I've probably put out more than a few episodes where I've like, yes, if this is the first episode you ever listen to, you're probably not coming back. I'm still recording on a $30 <laughs> headset from Amazon, so my sound quality is still not that great sometimes. Yeah. But, I just, uh, yeah, do it anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the, that's the kind of stuff we'll be talking about over on, uh, on the next scene. Well, and now it's, it's, we should probably move on for a, a to a, like another episode. Um, but we, we basically spent the whole episode promoting your stuff, but you could just repeat them really quickly again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, there was the, uh, the spinal tap minute. With, with Heidi Bennett, there was the Groundhog Day minute with Dave Palace, and now the next scene with Brian German, and, uh, you can find all that. My, my kind of main site is catandshawn.org, cat, C-A-T, uh, short for Catherine, my wife, and Sean, uh, which is just short for nothing, it's just S-E-A-N. So <laughs> catandshawn.org, and I link to, uh, uh, yeah, link to all my podcast stuff and also link to, um, my guest appearances. So if you want to see some other podcasts that, uh, have a really low bar for who they will allow on as a guest, <laughs> you'll, you'll see some of those as well. <laughs> and since I, at this time, I still haven't put together an outro for this show. Uh, I'm Robert Black. You can find my stuff at lemmingdrops.com with links to my various shows, Michael Myers Minute, Dave Made a Minute, The Room Minute, Mandy Sucks Minute, Annihilation Minute, now Cock and Bull Minute, and my not moving by minute show, Mandalorian Time Machine, which might actually have a brand new episode sometime right before this. Well, actually, probably a couple weeks ago at the time you hear this. It didn't, because I just recorded it today. And it'll go up faster than this will. It won't. Until then, uh, this has been Cock and Bull Minute, a Tristram Shandy story. <laughs> <laughs>